welcome to the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast. I'm your host, Annie, Air Force officer turned serial entrepreneur, author, CEO, fitness expert, and personal growth junkie. Honestly, though, guys, I'm just like you. I choose every single day to get uncomfy in pursuit of what others consider unlikely. And that's exactly how I built a life I am freaking obsessed with. And I want you to know that you're capable of the same. Here in this fam, yes, you're officially a part of the fam. We choose every day to quit our excuses, ditch the negativity, and embrace our best lives. Literally nothing is off the table when it comes to the conversations we're going to have together. We'll chat fitness, mental health, relationships, personal growth, business, and I'm certain we're going to laugh together. But please don't hold it against me if we cry together too. I know you'll leave this episode with the confidence and excitement to grow from your mistakes, pursue your passions, and ultimately own your life. Now let's get on with it. It's time to get uncomfy. What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast. I'm so excited. I'm so excited that you're back and that you're here and you're listening. Quick shout out to just remember to share. Remember to share, 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 copy links, send it to a friend. That's it. It's really easy if you're enjoying the message. But I wanted to start this episode actually by a review of the week. I really need to stop singing or trying to sing on this podcast. Okay, so this one comes from Hane, H-A-N-N-E, Hane Lutton. Love the real five stars. I love that Annie is a mental health warrior and complete advocate. She is not afraid to speak about the taboo. It is one of my favorite things about this podcast, especially with her having the platform that she does. I think it is so important. She definitely leads from the front in all aspects, but that's the one I appreciate the most. She inspires me to be authentically myself. Ah, I love this so much, guys. And I'm really excited because I have been wanting to do, speaking of like mental health and everything, you guys know I am such a huge advocate for mental health and I have been really open about my mental health struggles and what I've done to kind of help myself and get the care that I need, right? I've been really open about that on Instagram. So so I wanted to do an episode about it. Today is not the day, unfortunately, but it is coming and I just want to make sure that it's done correctly. So I'm trying to work with a guest. I think that will be really, really beneficial for everybody. So just stay tuned on that one, guys. But Han, Hane, however you say your name, I'm so sorry. Thank you so much for that. And I, it means the world that you see that and that I'm inspiring you to be authentically yourself because that is literally why we are here. And speaking of being yourself, we're talking today about being by yourself. And this is a topic that came to me because truthfully, guys, I am in a season of transition. That is what I'm calling it. And with all of this comes learning new things about myself. And what I realized in this season is that I historically have been terrified of being alone, like alone, like on a daily basis, like alone in life, like alone with no friends, like alone in like every sense of the word. It has always scared me. And I'm starting to really realize that it's because I've had so many, you know, deeper to things that I've had to work on, you know, which actually connects really well with mental health and stuff like that. But we're not going to dive into that. Today, I want to talk about actually the benefits of being alone and how this can actually serve you. And if you guys aren't carving out time 
for being alone. I hope this episode inspires you to do so because what I found about myself is that I almost drown out the inner voice that I have, right? My authenticity, my realness, my deep knowing, my gut instincts. I've had a tendency to drown those things out because I surround myself with so many other people with other opinions and other beliefs and other, you know, advice and thoughts about how I should live my life. And so it's been a real thing. And I think this is something that most people do struggle with. And the thing I hear most is people being scared of judgment, people not knowing what their passion is, people not knowing who they are authentically. And I think that really comes down to our fear, our cultural fear of not wanting to be alone. Because let's be honest, guys, within a touch of a finger, we can have somebody in our ears. We can look at somebody's content. We can be on FaceTime. We can call someone someone like we are literally so immersed in the lives of everybody else. But I want to ask you, are you as immersed into your own voice, your own life as you are the people you're following on social media or your friends or your parents or your family, right? And so this episode um, is coming from my heart because it's something I'm learning in real time with you guys. And I think it is something that I'm going to continue to improve on. But I'm at a place right now in my life where I actually, I love being alone. I love spending time with myself. There's a time and a place to be alone. There's a time and a place to be with other people. And if you don't have both in your life, we are going to talk about that. Today's episode obviously is about being alone, but I also want to do an episode on community. So maybe that'll be next week and the benefits of, you know, being surrounded by the right people. So stay tuned for that. One. But today I'm going to give you guys 10 benefits that I have found and the things I've learned from being alone. And hopefully one or two of these will be like, oh shoot, like I need that, you know? And I think that being alone can help you learn these things as well. So the very first thing, if you guys are a note taker, I know that the 10 things you need to start today and the 10 things you need to stop today, I know that was a big hit with you guys because a lot of type A personalities like to, you know, have an outline. So I'm gonna give you guys 10 things today that I think you could benefit from being alone. So the first one is the lesson that, Everything I need is already within me and understanding and appreciating my own value outside of the opinions and the judgment and the thoughts of other people. So what I mean about this, and guys, this has been something that I've really, really had to learn because I have found in my life that I've constantly been searching for approval, for acceptance. And I talk about this all the time, actually, that I used to struggle with this a lot more than I do now, but still truly, truly deep down, you know, we all want to be accepted. We all want to have that approval, but realizing that we, I don't need that. Right. So I'm going to talk on myself and my own experience. So I'm going to use like I, but I don't need that. You know, I don't need to be accepted, to be happy because guys, there's been times in my life where I have been accepted and I'm not happy. Right. So think back, you know, guys, how many times have you done something for somebody else? Because it's what they want. It's what they expect. It's what they, you know, think that would be best for you. And you're searching for this fulfillment and this happiness and this joy within yourself, but you're searching for it around you and not within you. And so this is a huge lesson I've learned in being alone is that everything I need is literally within me. And if you don't understand that, I like, I know it might sound like a very like rah, rah, hippie thought, like, oh yeah, it's all within you. Like whoop do you freaking do? But it really 
really, really is. I am religious and I talk about this, you know, all the time. You guys hear me talk about my faith, but I so believe that God put within me everything I need to feel loved, to feel joyful, to feel important, to feel impactful, to feel fulfilled, to feel loved, right? And and he put that within me. I don't need to search from that, from friends and from family and from, you know, external praise and approval and success. I need to find it within myself. And so being alone is the only way that you're going to find that, the only way that you're going to start to value what you bring to the table, because it doesn't matter what everybody else is bringing. It literally, what you need is within you. So being alone has allowed me to kind of quiet down everything else and really dig deep with that. You guys know that I'm really big on journaling and gratitudes and morning mindset routines. And so being alone in the morning, every single morning, that's my time, right? And recently I've been doing a lot more time alone than just in the mornings, but that's my time. And so maybe guys start there, start with just, you know, 30 minutes in the morning by yourself. And guys, trust me, I know that I have the luxury of being by myself. I don't have kids, you know, I don't have a million things going on. Like, honestly, it's a blessing to be able to have that time, but maybe find that time at another point in your day. Maybe it's something you do on the weekends. Maybe it's something you do once a week and you set out a few hours for yourself. You know, it's almost like a date night, but it's with yourself. I actually, on on my Instagram, I asked for people to give examples of how they spend time for themselves with themselves and what they do for themselves with themselves um, and just themselves. And there were some really good answers. So if you're looking at how you can spend time alone, some of the good answers were, you know, somebody said rent an Airbnb for the night and go watch a movie, (laughs) get a glass of wine, get your favorite meal and spend the night by yourself and literally just be by yourself. Turn off your phone, whatever you need to do. Somebody else said, take yourself on a movie and dinner date, you know, so it doesn't have to be an all night thing. Somebody else said, you know, book a trip and go on a trip by yourself. Again, it doesn't have to be something super expensive. You can go down the street. Somebody else said like today, guys, what I did is I did a sunrise hike. I have the luxury of being in Arizona right now with my family through the holidays. And so I woke up and I said, you know, I'm doing a sunrise hike. I woke up at 4am. I got to the mountain, hiked up and I was able to do the hike by myself, which actually I turned off all my music. I didn't listen to a podcast and I just listened to nature. I listened to my thoughts and I was by myself. And that's something that I've been scared to do, right? Like I've always made the joke when I'm at the gym and I forget my headphones. I'm like, oh shit, I'm going to be sitting alone with my thoughts now. But but truly, truly, sometimes you have the best ideas, which I'm actually going to talk about. You have the best ideas when you are alone. So those are just some examples. It could also be, you know, just a workout and just not listening to music, not listening to a podcast, but being with yourself. And so anyway, the second thing, the second benefit to being alone is the ability to listen to your heart tugs. I talk a lot about heart tugs on here. And guys, if you've ever struggled, when I said that phrase, if you've ever struggled with like, okay, Annie, I don't feel a heart tug. Like life is fine. I'm fine. Like I'm I'm happy, like whatever, whatever. I don't have a heart tug. Like I have no heart tugs. I'm going to ask you, if you don't have a heart tug, are you spending enough time alone? Are you spending enough time searching within yourself? Or are you drowning out your heart tug with the noise going on in your life, you know, the people, the jobs, the bosses, the projects, the due dates, the kids, the activities, the parties, the events, the conversations, the social media, the podcasts, the radio, all the things that go on in our life. Are you drowning out your inner heart tugs by listening to the thoughts of everybody else around you? If you don't have a heart tug, you know, but you do want to, you know, you want to be more, you want to do more, show up as more, live a bigger, better life. Like if that's what you want, but you're like, well, I don't know where the first step is. Like, 
I want that, but I don't, I don't have a specific heart tug of like, oh, I want to start the, the Etsy blanket shop. <laughs> you know, I talked about that in one of my episodes, you know, so maybe you don't have a specific heart tug. If you don't have a specific heart tug, I would actually guarantee that you're actually just not alone with your thoughts enough to hear yourself. Okay. So in spending time alone, you're going to find that you're going to be able to start listening to the heart text, finding out what your passions are, listening to your gut instinct, and just being able to really hear yourself out without, you know, the noise, the, the white noise that is our lives. Okay. So that's number two. Number three is problem solving skills. Okay. This is just like a very basic thing. But what I found in being alone is when I'm not relying on other people in my life, I have to get shit done, right? So I'm not relying on anybody else to get my problem solved. I I have to solve it by myself. And you know what? It's really easy when you have a boss or coworkers or a mom, a best friend, a husband, a neighbor. When you have all these people that you kind of go to for problems, it's really easy to think, oh, I have a problem. Oh, just like, you know, I'll lean on somebody else or somebody else will figure it out. So in being alone and really allowing yourself that time, you're going to be able to work through problems and you're going to increase that skill in your life, that problem solving skill. And I think problem solving, the ability to problem solve is a common trait in leaders, in successful business owners, in successful people in general. It's they have the ability to solve problems and not just make excuses or put it on somebody else or, you know, that whole, what is it like the bystander effect where you're just like, somebody else is going to solve this, right? Being alone, you're forced to do that within yourself. You're going to start becoming innovative and thoughtful and creative, which again is another one I have on this list too, but you know, it's going to allow you to tap into your problem solving skill talent because you have it, you have that ability, but it just might be buried down because you've never really had to tap into it. You've always relied on teammates and classmates and teachers and whoever your parents to do your science project, right? Think about it. Have you ever really been alone long enough to solve your own problems? that's a good one. Okay. Number four is the ability to appreciate the beauty around you. So when I've been alone and really truly, I mean like alone in nature specifically, but this also goes for a lot of other situations. But when I'm alone in nature, if I were on a group hike, right? So if I'm with like 10 other people or even like five other people, most likely we're talking, we're joking, we're hanging out, we're enjoying the community aspect of being in nature, right? Being in nature by yourself is a whole different experience and it is beautiful. If you have never done that, I strongly encourage you to do it in the safest way possible, of course, but be alone in nature and soak it in and absorb it and ground your feet in the earth and like sit in it and listen to the birds, listen to the water, listen to the trees, the wind. It's so crazy what you are able to hear and listen to and know and enjoy and see when you are alone and when you're allowing for that to be noticed, right? Because otherwise, again, everything kind of gets drowned out. And so again, without the nature example, being alone helps me really just appreciate so much more because I'm able to see things and I'm able to kind of have a new perspective and I'm able to look at things with like a grateful eye instead of constantly being surrounded by conversations and things and to-dos and people and parties and events and all that sort of stuff, right? But like when I'm able to sit alone and breathe, 
I'm able to tap into that gratitude, you know, a lot more. So if you guys sit in the morning and try to do these gratitudes that I've been telling you guys I've been loving doing, and you're like, shit, I don't, I don't know. I'm just kind of, I'm my family, my house, like my job, my car, my food on my table. Like, you know, if you find yourself constantly just repeating the big things, I challenge you again to spend more time alone so you have the ability to reflect on all the beautiful things that are in your life. Because they're there, you might just be overlooking them, okay? Okay, number five is <laughs> learning to talk to yourself, okay? And I know you might be like, Annie, you're crazy. If you talk to yourself, you are whack. But, you know, the saying is like, you're only crazy if you talk to yourself and somebody talks back, right? So what I mean by talking to yourself is the ability to kind of hype yourself up, sort through things, you know, get yourself over things, like talk through situations, again, like problem solving, but really like be able to like lean on yourself for that praise and the approval and the excitement and the hype and the, you know, the support that you would maybe normally lean on other people for. Does that make sense? So it's, again, it's just understanding that that feeling that you need does not come from your mom saying congratulations or your husband or your best friend, right? It actually comes from you telling yourself that like, fuck yeah, I just did so great on that test, on that project, on that side hustle thing. Like when you are proud of yourself, there's no feeling that matches that. Am I right? So again, the ability to talk to yourself, hype yourself up. This has been really, really obvious to me because when I'm not, you know, enjoying alone time, I find myself really just only searching for the approval of others and conversation with others and perspective from others. But when I'm able to sit and be alone, I'm able to talk to myself and I'm able to have those conversations with myself and and really sort through that, which honestly allows me to learn a lot about myself and about what I value and what I want in life, what I love, what I need, what I desire. And again, it's having those conversations. So like, how do you get to know somebody in the world, right? Like a new person, you have conversation with them, you talk with them. So if you haven't spent enough time alone with yourself, you're most likely not having those conversations with yourself. You're most likely just going through the humdrum of the day and you're not sitting down and getting to know yourself, right? Think about it that way, like date yourself. Okay. Number six is it helps you appreciate when you are with others. So it helps you appreciate the community that you do have when you spend time alone, right? Because this is kind of like appreciating the beauty around you, but kind of a little bit different. When I'm alone and then, you know, I go back to being around people, I realize all the little things I appreciate about those people. I appreciate, you know, the way their laugh sounds. I appreciate, you know, the physical touch. I appreciate, you know, their support and their love. And it's a different sort of appreciation. It's not like a, I need this, but it's like a, wow, like this is beautiful. You know, and so sometimes when you're constantly surrounded by people, all you feel is, you know, annoyance or frustration or anger or all of those feelings. And that might mean not that you hate the people in your life, but maybe you just aren't spending enough time alone. And maybe it's good to just take a little break from that. So when you re enter into those community situations, you're much more appreciative, right? Because the people around you, they're freaking amazing, let's be honest. But like I said, or I hope they're amazing, actually. Our next episode about community is going to, you know, talk about being able to understand if they are amazing or not, which is a conversation for another time. But there's a time and place for both, right? Okay, number seven, being alone helps me avoid mindless consumption. So 
When you fill your time and your space with just other people, other thoughts, other things, social media, events, parties, conversations, you're just, you're literally in intake mode. You're just taking in everything. You're absorbing everything. You're, you know, taking somebody's opinion and understanding that and comprehending that and internalizing that. And you don't have the time to do that for yourself, right? So when I take time for myself, I put the phone down, you know, I turn my phone on airplane mode. I shut down the laptop. I turn off the TV you know, I get into nature wherever I want to be alone, I'm able to avoid that mindless consumption. And I've talked on previous episodes how consumption honestly can be so detrimental to us, our mental health, it can be detrimental to our self-confidence, our self-worth. And it's not to any fault of the people providing the content, right? But it's us for mindlessly consuming it. And so if you set aside time for yourself to be alone without all those distractions, you're avoiding that mindless consumption, which actually can, you know, be so beneficial in a lot of different ways. So I love this one because you don't have to be on your phone 24-7. You don't have to be in a text conversation with people 24-7. You don't have to be on a phone call. There was a time in my life where literally if I was in the car, I was either listening to a podcast, talking to a friend, singing, listening to music, listening to radio, listening to an audible, like always doing something. And just recently I realized, hey, I don't have to be talking to somebody every second. I can enjoy this time by myself. And it's just a beautiful thing. So you don't have to mindlessly consume all these things, right? Okay. That's number seven. Number eight is the benefit is that you have the time and space to create. Guys, there's literally a scientific correlation between being alone and increased creativity and innovation. Okay. When you're able to be with yourself and again, dig deep, You allow for that time for creation because when you're go, 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 busy, 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 just other demands, other things, got to, have to, to to-do lists, all this sort of stuff, when that's what your life revolves around, you're not doing any creating for yourself, you know? So the times that I have been most creative in my life, when I've, you know, been really proud of a short fiction that I have written or when I've created a workout ebook or when I've, you know, I make these podcasts, right? It's because I'm alone and I'm sitting in it and I'm able to think through the things that I want to put out there and provide to other people. You have to be alone to be able to really dig within yourself to find those answers. Honestly, if you're like, guys, I'm just not a creative person. That's just not me. I wonder if you're spending enough time alone and if you're finding that part of yourself, because I bet it's there, you just might have to uncover it and dig deep within, you know? And I'm not saying, you know, create creativity in terms of like, you're going to be the best artist out there. You're going to, you know, be the best writer or anything, but there is a place in your brain that is for creativity and innovation and thoughts and ideas. And if you're not tapping into that, you're probably just, the door's closed. And in order to open the door, you have to be alone, right? If constantly there are people just knocking on the door, knocking on the door, come by the door, you know, talking outside the door, all this sort of stuff, the door's not going to open. So again, with that space and that time and that silence, you might find, and what I have found is that I have the space and the time to actually create, which is a really beautiful thing, okay? So number nine is build mental strength. And this is so true. This kind of ties into the mindless consumption thing and learning to talk to yourself and hype yourself up and all this sort of stuff. So what I have found that actually, yes, there are times in my mental health journey where being alone is 
not the best. However, there are also times, and I think being alone can help you actually build that mental strength when you are in a good place. Okay. So I know that if you are dealing with mental health issues, that being alone sometimes is not the answer, but I'm saying when you are in a space and a place in your life where you feel, you know, Hey, I can be alone. It can help you build that mental strength because, again, you're going to learn how to problem solve. You're going to learn how to talk to yourself, hype yourself up, rely on yourself for the answers instead of constantly be seeking other people and other things to find those answers. Does that make sense? So for me, when I'm alone and I know that I can be alone, it gives me a lot of confidence and peace and clarity. Whereas before, when I was really scared of being alone, when I was alone, it was very scary and damaging and hard. And, you know, and then I went into a really bad place. So again, it's just being alone can help you build that mental strength and that comes in time and that's totally okay. But you got to practice being alone for that to be a thing that you'll realize, Hey, I can do this. Like, you know, I can do hard things. And again, that's going to build your confidence in yourself. When you realize that you can be alone and you can succeed and you can feel great and you can love yourself and you can enjoy time with yourself, you know, how is that going to make you feel the rest of the time, probably freaking great because you're not going to have that fear anymore, right? You're not going to have that constant worry about, you know, getting approval from others and being surrounded with others and being busy and all this sort of stuff. You're going to realize, hey, I can sit down and, and I can be alone and I can enjoy it too. So again, it's that mental strength aspect and, and building up to that. Okay. Now the last one, guys, is one of my favorites, but really, truly, it kind of embodies all of them. Number 10 is increased independence and trust in yourself. Okay. This kind of ties everything together, but guys, in being alone, I have honestly built that trust in myself that I am enough, that I am good, that I am beautiful. It's helped me, you know, build my self-confidence, my self-worth, you know, my love for myself. And again, that's not in a selfish or a bad way. It's honestly a beautiful thing. It's been a beautiful journey just learning to love myself and be alone with myself. So once you're able to be independent and rely on yourself, it takes that pressure away from a lot of your other relationships. So you might find you're putting a lot of stress on a lot of your relationships in your life, expecting a lot out of them, wanting them to be there, serve you, wanting them to provide certain things. And when they don't, you know, you get upset and frustrated and, you know, quick tempered and all that sort of stuff. But what if you realize that actually everything you you have is within you and you can survive by yourself and you can be happy by yourself and you can feel fulfilled by yourself, right? That's going to take away all that stress from all your other relationships. And honestly, you, your relationships might thrive because you found loving yourself is really where it all starts. I really realized that the only way I can show up best for other people and show up best for the relationship and the people in my life is by learning to love myself first. Because if you don't love yourself, what love are you going to give? Whew, somebody put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Maybe it already is. But that's been one of my biggest lessons is honestly in finding myself and learning to love myself, learning to be by myself. I have learned that I can be a good addition to somebody else. You know, I can be a good addition to a community, to a business, to a partnership, to a relationship, to a family. And it's because I, I know that I'm capable of those things by myself, you know, and I don't need anybody else, which is, again, just a beautiful thing. So anyway, that is all for today, guys. I hope you got something from this. I hope you loved it. And I hope you learn to love being by yourself. That is all for today, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Hey, I'd be so grateful if you took one second to send this podcast 
to one person you know would love it. And also don't forget, leave a five-star review because honestly, go big or freaking go home, Becky, okay? (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or a follow if you're listening through Spotify. Also, go ahead and check this out at letsgetuncomfy.podcast and myself at Annie underscore FitLifeFitMe on Instagram. Tag us in your stories. Let me know how you're getting uncomfy and what you loved about today's episodes. Now, go do it. Go get uncomfy. Pursue what others consider unlikely. I double dog area. <laughs>